Welcome to episode 35 of Drew's Baseball Crew here on this Friday afternoon. Myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you your winning lineup here for the MLB DFS slate. Right, we're looking at the July 21st slate today, and right, we have a plethora of games. Right, we have we have some starting at 120. I won't be discussing a lot of the day slate. I'll be focusing more on the main slate tonight, just to keep that in mind. Um, but you might be noticing something new in the title and whatnot. Uh, the baseball crew, right? We have to get our baseball minds warmed up a little bit. So what I have is, as you all may have seen, right? A big thing going on is the immaculate grid It's everywhere right now. And I was like, why don't we, you know, get our baseball minds going? Why don't we brainstorm together an immaculate grid? Look at this. Let's do it. Right. You see me here. Hi. Um, and let's, let's think through this one. Let's get this one done. I'm on three straight grids. Like I've gotten three straight, perfect ones and let's see how we do. So to start right away, I'm looking at and keep full disclosure. I've not looked at this yet. This is the, this is the give me, I think. Well, Arnado, and everyone's taking him there. Um, I, I want to put, or sorry, right away. I'm looking at this. Cal Quantrill was drafted by the Padres. I don't know if he ever started. I think he started for them. I'm doing it. Okay. I get a 3% right away there. Cool. Uh, Arizona. So Shelby Miller, or Shelby Miller, not Hobie Miller, but rather Shelby Miller should go here. Okay. We got him there. St. Louis, Cleveland. We have this there. Um, also, we need 30 stolen base seasons. Lindor stole 30 bags, right? With, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, how about let's just, let's just take Kenny Lofton. Okay. I, sorry. I, I shouldn't have overthought that. Um, who's played for the Rockies and has stolen. Did Dexter Fowler do it? Oh, oh, I, okay. Stolen bases is bad. Wow. Um, this is not, let, let's focus on the players. So I'm not going to get a perfect one today, of course. Um, St. Louis, Cleveland. Going through the names. I don't know. Now this is tough. Because the steals I thought would be the give-me's. I, I was thinking like Fowler. I was thinking those guys. Um, oh, Cargo went 30. He got 30 steals that one year. I don't know my stolen bases. I get a five, I get two, a five and a three percent, but I can't get the steals. Yikes. San Diego, Colorado. San Diego, Arizona. Uh, I, I, I want to focus on those steals. Why can't I get the steals today? That's the, for me, that's like the worst. Um, Arizona steals. It's like you'll think of Colorado as a speed as a team with speed, you know. Uh, I was thinking like, okay, Arizona, Colorado together, Mark Reynolds. Now, this is a tough grid today. This is not good. Uh, I get the four. We'll go here. 
I don't I don't even know where to go with this. This is not good. Arizona 30 steals. I already said like Well, Carroll's gonna get the 30 steals this year. Can't use him yet. I mean, I'm I, right now some desperation. Story obviously never got there. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I have three straight grids coming in today, and then just the, like this, it just hits you like this sometimes. Cleveland, St. Louis. Anyone come to mind? Thinking like court, no Corey Dickerson. He's usually the guy I try to fit in. No Josh Bell. Um, Steve Finley steal 30 plus. No. Wow. <laughs> Not a good day for the grid. Well, let's see the top ones. Andrew Miller should have gotten that. Uh, looks like it was a bad, you know, like one, not bad, but it looks like it was a tougher grid for many today. Again, this is available. It's in the description. Immaculate Grid. Charlie Blackman should have gotten that. Uh, Paul Paul Goldschmidt. Well, I said Shel- whatever. I said Shelby Miller. It was fine. Mike Clevenger should have gotten that. Or I had someone there, but Justin Upton should have gotten that. Jerickson Profar probably should have gotten that. Andrew Miller. That, that's a tough one. You know, that, that's a tough pull in the middle. Oh well. Grid not good today. I promise, though. I I. I've been getting perfect scores. Nine out of nines, last three. Today, not so much. Probably the worst score I've gotten here on one. So, um, you, the baseball, our baseball minds are warmed up now here. And wow, that was embarrassing. Uh, comment what your score you guys got on that one. Hopefully, you make me feel a little better. But Point Brewery's got me covered. You know, uh, some diet root beer here. And it's or there's zero sugar root beer, root beer near near or newly rebranded, uh, that nice vanilla taste with it. So love to see that and enjoy it. It's amazing. Anyways, let's let's get here to the to the slate. After you get to see that grid performance, that was not good. Let's change that here for the again for the slate. We have some weather issues right away. A matchup that actually I was looking at right away especially two-pitcher ones, was Kansas City Royals have been historically bad against right-handed pitching. And Clark Schmidt, a righty, was going you know, with some upside there against the Royals. Looks like that game, 70% chance of rain. Yeah, I know. That, that's how it's going to be today, which is just a disaster. Because I unfortunately am going to have to say we just don't look at that game at all. We're looking at some... Rain potentially in Boston right now, 45% chance as well. That had Senga and Cutter Crawford going. So I don't know about that either. But thankfully, all other games look like they're good to go. So I'm just not going to really talk much about those two other games. Just for the sake of, right, with how the weather is appearing to go. We do not have a team in Colorado today. So we don't have game there. So it's pretty good on that. We do have Cincinnati. It looks like they're going to host. They're they have got a home series here. Uh, over under is already ten and a half. Yeah, I know, ten and a half over under Arizona Cincinnati. So that's definitely one we're going to be circling. Other over unders that are kind of intriguing. Uh, I, I think a big one for me is nine. An over under of nine at Atlanta or 
at Milwaukee as it's Braves Brewers, nine and a half for Dodgers Texas. And then also nine and a half for Giants Washington. Anything over nine usually um, is something that should grab your attention, I feel. So here, San Diego, Detroit, at, also at nine. That game's in Detroit, though. So that's just looking at like ballpark weather right now. There's um, So we're really talking about 12 games today. Uh, there's a day one we're not talking about with Cardinals and Cubs. And then the two looks like Royals, Yankees, and Mets and Red Sox. Uh, those games probably won't happen today, or at least there's some uncertainty there where might not, you know, work out taking them today. So to start though, guess what? I got some, I have some history. I got, I pulled up the history report, right? We're going to go and we're going to look at how players have performed against the pitchers they're against, or if it's a good or bad matchup, let's see to start. We, we have a lot of good, you know, if you're, if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, granted Andrew Heaney, we've seen more increasing velo, a lot more swing and miss this year in his game. Uh, we still have seen, though, Max Muncy for his career, 5 for 10, two walks to two strikeouts, OPS of over 1,100. And then his teammate, Mookie Betts, 5 for 14, three walks to zero strikeouts. So in points, and if you want to pay up, look, they look like pretty safe plays today. Um, I'm probably taking, I might be taking Muncy here in this one, even though it's lefty on lefty. I, I want, like, because with third base, not sure how the slate's going to look today. Because I have a lot of good other options here. Um, come outfield also. And it starts actually with some guys you might be thinking, why? How? Donovan Solano against Lance Lynn. He's already four for six. You know, a small sample size, I know. But it's been, you know, with Lance Lynn, we've seen a little bit more swing and miss recently. But Solano still has, you know, been a contact guy. Getting on base. Could be a good play there in that Twins lineup. I think he'll be in today. Lane Thomas, who has been scorching hot this year, he's four for seven against Alex Wood for his career. I, it's good enough sample size where I think go for it. Andrew Benatendi, there's not a lot of pop upside there, right? Not a lot of extra base hit upside at all. He's four for eight for his career. He's got two extra base hits also in those eight at bats against Joe Ryan for his career. Benintendi, Lane Thomas, Donovan Solano, Max Muncie, Mookie Betts are all all individuals who have great numbers for their career against the guy they are against. Also, Trevor Larnick with the Minnesota Twins. It looks like, though, right, he's on the IL, I believe, so that is not going to work. Um, although the game is not in Colorado, Elias Diaz against Braxton Garrett, three for six with a home run. He also has a triple. Catcher, triple, and a home run in seven plate appearances against Braxton Garrett. Why not? You know, he, he's a... Elias Diaz is rel- he's a good value considering it's not course field, so his price is down. I definitely don't mind that there if you are looking at a catcher today. I think Diaz outside of course field is an okay play. And then other guys who I'm who I'm looking at so far is Anthony Santander against Zach Eflin. He's three for six with a home run for his career against against Eflin there. So what the what those Orioles who have been hot could be getting some good value. Also, Aaron Hicks, if he is in the lineup today, he's one I'd monitor, right? Colton Cowser, there's some other guys there who are sneaking up who might be playing. But but Hicks, you know, he's done well against Eflin for his career. And I wouldn't mind having him in the lineup. 
others who I am looking at based on like these matchups. Luke Rayleigh, like Luke Rayleigh for me with the Tampa Bay Rays, he gives you those Corey Dickerson vibes. And when he when Dickerson was even with the Rays, I think Rayleigh, when there's a righty who is going, ends up being a great play. You know, like not every day, of course, but especially today, there, there's some sort of sample size, although it's three at bats. Um, good numbers for Rayleigh in his career against Bradish. I'm all for it. Definitely looking at Luke Rayleigh to be in my lineup. Another great pl- platoon guy, um, Gavin Sheets, but unsure if he's on the IL or not. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like he won't be in the lineup today, probably. So, scratch that one. Stick with Ben Attendee with those with the White Sox there. Other, you know, I'm I'm trying to look for some other matchups that maybe I didn't see right away, but really, I mean, those are the main ones. Just looking looking right at um, like history and whatnot, but right, we know history doesn't always mean a lot. So that's where Ballpark Pal they have us covered here. That links down below. They do a great job of taking the weather probability, right, or the weather, and then also like matchups of how players perform against similar pitchers, and they help to compile a runs created to see. You know, who might be the top play today? So definitely find that to be great because definitely, right? I mean, Ben Liley doesn't ha- has not faced a lot of Diamondbacks and Tommy Henry hasn't faced a lot of Reds, right? It goes both ways. And that's a that's a game we certainly want some piece, some piece of, right? We want to have some players in that game. So I'm looking at right now and there are a few guys who I like and Ballpark Pal also like, so it works out very well. Nick Ahmed is someone who the model likes right away, but he's not in the lineup today. He's not going to be. So that doesn't really work too well. But looking at like catcher, right? If Tyler Stevenson is going to be in the lineup, probably near the bottom of the order, good matchup for him against lefty Tommy Henry. Wouldn't mind having him in the lineup today. But then for Arizona, Christian Walker, who has been hot this year, Definitely want Walker in the lineup. It's a good matchup for him, plus 28% change for his runs created today. Also, great homer odds for him. Uh, and then one of the top guys for home runs today, per ballpark pal, Nick Senzel with the Cincinnati Reds. He's going to be batting probably in the bottom of the order, mid to bottom there in center or right. Definitely want Senzel in your lineup. I'm looking really a lot at the Reds' bottom of the order here. And some of the Diamondbacks, top to mid, other order just with how it works out in those matchups today. Definitely want Walker and Senzel. Those two may I mentioned Stevenson uh, depends on your catcher situation. If you go Diaz, go for it. If you want to kind of um, diversify from, from this game, that's fine. Corbin Carroll's been swinging a hot bat. So, you know, if you can pay up for Carroll, I'd go ahead and do it. Last guy for Cincinnati, Matt McClain, who just continues to stay hot. Plus 69% change there for runs today. And then the model also points out some other guys who it's hard because that limited sample size, Mike Soroka, right? Um, is a guy who it brings up and it brings up Bryce Terang, Bryce Terang, second baseman of the Brewers. If you need a second baseman today, the ballpark ballpark crowd brings up a great point, right? With Terang, he's not a platoon bat, but you certainly, he, he, he dominates righties compared to lefties. I, I like the spot for Terang today in the bottom of the Brewers order here against um, 
just against er, er, Atlanta here. Certainly like with how Yelch and that top Dior has been scorching hot for the Brewers. Uh, if he gets on base, he's going to get some run score points there. And you, you like the upside there. Andrew Monasterio is another one who the model likes, which I personally am more hesitant of. I think there are some better options today. They're in the middle infield, like Matt McClain is one I already mentioned. So just to say the model's not perfect, right? But it certainly is a good indicator. Uh, agrees with me, it agrees with Lane Thomas, who's a guy we've mentioned. But then I'm also looking through, and um, Oswaldo Cabrera is one who comes into mind, right? But we talked about it's against Alec Marsh. It's a good matchup, but the weather is the, the main concern in that one. So we do have to remain a little little skeptical with potential weather concerns. Washington, San Francisco, Jake Irvin, who has been throwing a scorching hot fastball. I, I think there are still some good good spots for these Giants hitters. If it all works out, Jock Peterson is one who you certainly like the matchup for right in the top of the Giants order. So keeping him in mind, and then also with how the switch hitting catcher there, Patrick Bailey, has performed. If you need another catcher, that's another guy who I'd feel comfortable with. Otherwise, J.D. Davis, the model, does like their second or third Giants, rather, off the board. Um, main upside there is it's with... They like him to get like walks and more points there and with the singles as well. So there's a lot of names already thrown at you. You kind of see where the stack I'm building is at. Um, also think with the Angels, it's a good matchup today against Johan Oviedo. He's 3-10 and 10 with a 4-5 ERA. The numbers haven't looked so good. We haven't even talked about Otani pitching yet. I'll get there soon. But... Um, Looking at that, I think Mickey Moniak actually for me stands out. He's going to be in the top of the Angels order here. Uh, Moniak, a good matchup for him today. I think he'll be in my outfield today in my lineup, which again, at your sports crew, will be up after this episode. But otherwise, Mike Moustakis would be a guy I'm looking at here in this one. So I think. That's where I'm mainly out with the position players. As you see, we have some guys who we know with matchups in the past. They have good numbers. So I think I'm going to definitely have two Dodgers or so in here. Then also some, I'm going to have like two or three players from the, the Reds Diamondbacks game, a couple players from this Angels Pittsburgh game, and then just picking through some of those matchups, maybe a twin or two, and then a Brewer or two. Um, uh, Peralta's been getting a lot of swing and misses. So I'll talk about that there with where I'm looking at starting pitching, right? And it starts the thumbnail here. Fromber Valdez has a good matchup against Oakland. He was scheduled to potentially miss that start. It ends up working out. He's not going to miss that start. I like Valdez today. Um, I, I think the big thing for Valdez in these points is, right, He he's going to go deep in the game, right? He might give up two or three runs against this, this Oakland athletic lineup that it's not good, but it's not bad. So Valdez is like a safe floor play for me. But for when I'm looking at upside, like Freddie Peralta's one against, even though it's against Atlanta, I think there's still some decent upside there. Um, but he's not like my number one second guy you should take. Again, Clark Schmidt's a big one for me. That game's going on, right? If we see weather clear out, uh, he is a guy I'll suggest. Clark Schmidt with the Yankees. Just be pretty cautious with that one. 
is my tip on that. Um, but otherwise, again, I'll, I'll say Joe Ryan. I know I mentioned Andrew Benintendi, but that was really it. This White Sox lineup is not good against righties, right? As they are pretty right-handed heavy as well. They 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 struggle with that. So Ryan and Valdez, both of those two. Um, I'll mention Kyle Bradish again. I know I mentioned Luke Rayleigh has got to take, but other than Rayleigh, you know, there's not too many guys there that'll make it a concern for me. Also, Zach Eflin, a decent spot for him. But I honestly more am looking Valdez. I might do Valdez Peralta. I know. Uh, the game is in Detroit. Detroit's offense has been better, but Seth Lugo, you know, might be a good value there. Uh, if, you, if you're short, if you need a second pitcher, uh, Lugo and like, you absolutely can't make room in the budget. Lugo might be that value guy you might just have to go with today. right? The matchup is decent enough, and the park factors are on your side. So that's that's where I'm at today with the slate. And let me know kind of what, what you're looking at with, your, with everyone's lineup, and I wish you all the best of luck today in the slate. Let's win DFS. Again, my lineup at your sports crew on Instagram. Twitter and TikTok, right? And then Drew Sports Crew on YouTube and Facebook. I'll have my lineup up again, so you'll find that anywhere you go. And again, I hope you enjoyed doing an immaculate grid with me to warm up. Obviously, for me, it was—I don't know what happened. It was—it wasn't even rust. I just—I—I I just had such great, great performance. And then I come into this, I get a four out of nine. It was a tough grid, in my opinion. But let me know if you agree with me on that. If you've done the past few grids. I think they're fun. So that's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you all for seeing to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.